0: What's going on, guys? This is John Boy Myers listening to the All-Star Podcast. I love all
1: of it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining me on the panel tonight are...
2: Patrick Coffey. Roger May. And an envious co-host that didn't go to Comic-Con.
1: (laughs) Who is going by the name Johnny Morales? Johnny Morales. Johnny Sad
0: Boy
1: Morales. Johnny Sad Boy Morales. That's what they used to call me in high school. Yeah. (laughs)
2: So, how are you related to John Boy? The uh, sad boy? Yeah, sad
1: boy. <laughs> <laughs> sad boy Myers. Producer, as always, is Matthew Lubick, who's currently reading GoGo Power Rangers. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Uh, Where well, they become go dancers. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> That's a joke. Wow. Um, <laughs> if this is your first time listening to the podcast, we are a somewhat spoilery review podcast, uh, so beware. We'll try to let you know when we're going to ruin something. Uh, we typically review a Marvel book, an indie book, and a DC book. Uh, We do some news. We play some trivia, some new and improved trivia, apparently, as all of you guys have (laughs) emailed in and told us this week. Uh, We're going to do some previews and we'll do some news. And we don't have preview sheets, Roger. They're right there. Oh, sweet. Thank you, Kayla. Kayla's
0: here, too. Awesome. Say hi, Hi. Kayla. Hi.
1: Um, But typically, where we would start our review off, Roger, apparently, you want me to talk about all the glory yeah what happened this weekend glory, man everything <laughs> happened this weekend probably going to be a slightly uh, maybe episode, we'll try guys. yeah we'll try i'll try to like
3: zip through trim everything. here every now and then one of the things i wanted to bring up uh real quick uh for everybody listening out there um jonathan and blaine were able to get an interview with mr john boy myers yeah who i absolutely love as an artist and is apparently a stand-up human being, too. It. <laughs> because, yeah, um, he, he gave uh, Blaine and Jonathan some time. Tell us a little bit about that, Jonathan.
1: Okay, so first of all, um, typically, you know, Artist Alley is a little less populated, and that was not the case this year. It was like everybody discovered that untouched secret from before, and it was just booming with people. Even the smaller, like, I, and I don't say that to be um, mean or whatever to the other artists, but even the smaller, lesser-known guys... Just had crap, which is great because that means people are paying more attention to the guys that you know, you know deserve some attention but um, it was just Sardined in there and so we were having a hard time getting interviews with artists because I, I had met Ryan Otley and we met. Um,
2: oh, did you? Yeah. Did you pee yourself?
1: <laughs> I did. Oh, wow. A little bit. A sweet. Little bit. Sweet, sweet, um, sweet. He did sign just about everything. I put. In, well, he signed everything I put in front of him. He was really impressed that I had some of the rare covers. He's like, this is a rare one. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, this is a rare one. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, this is a really rare one. I'm like, Ryan, I love you, man. Like, have you not figured this out yet? Like, I went and bought the other action figures that I didn't have for you to sign today. So anyway, uh, I asked him if he wouldn't mind doing an interview. He wasn't kind of, he's like, I kind of mumble and I'm not really an interview guy. And I'm like, I understand, no problem. Tried to ask Dustin when. He's like, I'm way too busy, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Same thing with Joe Benitez. A lot of these guys are working on commissions. A lot of these guys are already just trying to man their booth and they just didn't have the time, which I understood. So, John Boy, we didn't get to, to yeah, huh? Didn't hurt to try. Yeah. No. Oh, no, I, I mean, I yeah. was, and I was. Well, and
3: most of them, I think, were great about saying, you know, hey, hit me up after yes. the con, send me, you know. That's the
1: other thing. Everybody gave me, like, an yeah. alternative. They're like, look, I'd love to, I just, con's not the place. Yeah. And I'm like, I understand. Like, based around the, the just the commissions that a lot of these guys were doing alone, they didn't have the time. So um, we get to John Boy Myers. He, happened, he ended up having to, um, or being on the end of one of the artist alley. I was like, dude, that's John Boy. And he's got the big Robin banner so you can see it, you know, like John Boy Myers. Yeah, the teen, from the Teen Titans rebirth cover and whatnot. And so he was Mr. Personality. So him and his wife were manning his booth. And so we went up and we were looking at like his art for sale and his prints and everything. And so I was like, would you mind doing an interview with us? At some point, he was like, "Heck yeah! When do you want to do it? Tomorrow's going to be easier." And so I was like, "Okay, what? Any time in particular?" He's like, "Whatever you want." I was like, "How about eleven o'clock?" Because I knew we had a panel that we had to go to. And so we go to the panel, and I thought I was going to have to like really like you know try to guide this, and he just wanted to talk, and so I had to do. He made my job super easy, basically. So John Boy is like an absolute sweet human being, like stand-up dude, and. What ended up happening was is uh, he, I gave him a card for the shop, and he wrote mine and Blaine's name down, mm-hmm. and he said, let me know when the episode with my interview goes live. I'll promote it and stuff like that, which I thought was super cool. Oh. Um, but the other thing was is he ran out of business cards, so he's like, I'm going to give you guys this, and he gave us a sweet print of Robin from the Teen Titans Rebirth cover, and he wrote he basically treated that as his business card so Sweet. i brought that back nice for the job. show yeah it's a very big business card so we were like well we have to buy something now dude we were gonna buy one of those but we gotta buy one now to support you and stuff and so we uh, i think blaine got the next cover after that one um and if you guys haven't seen his instagram you should follow his instagram because he always posts a lot of stuff he has a wonder woman print that's coming out that's amazing and i oh, was man. really bad i was really mad that they didn't have it there oh man but they're like, Yeah, it's gonna be at the next con because we missed the cutoff for it to be at this con. I was like, Oh, I'll order it, please. So yeah, super cool guy. Can't wait to to put the the interview up because it was fun. It was fun for me. So cause I was like geeking out a little bit with him. So anything else you want Very me to talk cool. about, Roger?
3: Oh. What the um, Yeah, where are we putting it in the feed? Yeah, we're well no, we're gonna put the interview up on uh, the Patreon page. Okay for for a time period. Sweet, so that, sweet. you know, the, the guys who are uh, supporting us through Patreon will get, get first, uh, first listens to that. Um, what kind of panels do you go to?
1: Okay, so <laughs> we tried to, so the, the, the original mission was to do the Rebirth panel. We left at the butt crack of dawn on, on Friday morning, and we tried to get, the reason being is we tried to get there by 11 o'clock, which was when the Rebirth panel was going to go on for D.C., and we got there at like 1045 and or I should say to the convention center at like 1045 and got our bags and all this stuff. And we went to go get in line and it was insane. Uh, those of you that followed my Instagram and, and the the Horizon Comics Instagram saw the update of the, the line that we were waiting in. And the reason the line was so long is the panel after the rebirth panel was Stan Lee and friends. Mm. So everybody wanted to be in that. So we ended up missing the rebirth panel. We missed the Stan Lee panel and we stood in line for like over two hours until but you
3: got front seats at metal
1: we the the next panel was dc uh metal and dark matter and we were pretty much like three rows back from that right in front of dan didio and scott snyder and greg capullo and robert Venditti and james tynan yeah. and like a lot of the 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 big shots that are going to be involved with Dark Knights Metal and with Dark Matter. And it was amazing. All I can tell you guys, oh, and Jeff Lemire was there. That was another big announcement. Jeff is coming back to DC. and um, I can just, the excitement that I got from listening to everything that they're talking about, they're really, and I, I briefly said this on, on one of the updates, DC is really treating their fans right. Um, at least that's what it seems. That's their goal. And the, one of the first things that Dan DiDio said is like, look, we heard you. We heard you loud and clear about a lot of stuff and that seems to be their driving yeah. force between their creative uh changes and how they're approaching stuff and it generally seems like a lot of the creators are excited to be working on these books too
3: yeah so, well i mean that was one of the big things that they said at the the rebirth road show that yep. that we went to and they haven't forgotten it
1: nope. and
3: it's shown every step in the way and in, and in, in what they're doing um i think the big panel what, the big panel that you guys missed was Doomsday Clock. Yep. Did you pick up anything else in any of the other panels about Doomsday Clock? Nope. Did anybody mention Nothing. it? Nothing. Nothing?
0: Uh, tight-lipped, huh? Yeah. Nothing.
3: That's, uh, so. that's so hard.
1: Yeah. They should probably... I know they showed uh, exclusive art from Gary Frank, just little okay. teaser things, because no. yeah. they showed us exclusive stuff, and then they released it later that day to everybody else. Okay. But, well, they released the Dark Knights. They didn't release the pages that, that they right? showed. Yeah. yeah. The, the the only Dark Knight that's not on there is the Batman Who Laughs. It, Scott Snyder right. specifically said, we're saving that one for, for you guys. Button, yeah. That's cool. But um, they showed us pages that are going to be coming from Dark Knight Metal number 1. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be so fun.
3: While I'm, while I'm on that subject, yeah. we're going to be having a midnight release for, I don't know, I'll probably remind everybody every week for the next couple of weeks. Um, Dark Knight's Metal number 1 drops Wednesday, August 16th. The, the midnight before whether that's tuesday or wednesday i don't know what day that is it's probably it's probably wednesday right
1: wednesday midnight yeah
3: yeah i don't know but tuesday night at yeah. midnight wednesday whatever we're gonna do a midnight release tuesday we'll at 11 59 wednesday we'll have, at 1201 right 12 o'clock uh we're gonna we're gonna have some some midnight variants we've got a uh a single copy of um, a variant oh dear god that we're probably gonna oh dear god raffle off <laughs> to everybody i gotta get there. a head start on that so, raffle now we'll see i haven't <laughs> i haven't i haven't decided what to do with that completely yet <laughs> but <laughs> no but i'll probably don't care about it yeah, enough, i don't <laughs> yeah um but rather than just sell that we'll probably
2: look every because
3: everybody that comes out at midnight for metal is is gonna Die want hard. it. so yeah. you know, and it's, it's big fan. So we'll do something with that. um But keep it, keep an eye on our Facebook and Instagram. I'll have more posts about that because we want to do more than just mm-hmm. open the shop. So as I finalize plans, you know, and maybe that's Tuesday night. I, wa- Tuesday I wonder night. if we can do podcast.
0: Why not, i've
1: yeah, that'd be
3: fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before we open up, because it would be, I mean, it'd give me something to do until midnight, besides yeah. drink. <laughs> but uh, we can do both. Yeah. I, uh, there will be, yes. Yeah. So yeah. maybe Johnny, Tuesday night. Uh, what? Everybody <laughs> well needs to stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. anyway, yeah, more to come on that. Anyway, so um, uh, we have some questions dealing with Comic Con 2 that we'll hit you up with. So but let's go ahead and
1: move on to. No,
2: uh, well, I wanted to know what kind of Marvel panels use. you want to. Zero. Hmm. Absolutely zero. Okay. <laughs> Here's the other thing The
1: reason that we. there were the, the big panels were for Thor, were for Defenders, and were for another thing Infinity War? Hall, Hall H. H. Maybe. But it was all. That's just it. It was all Hall H. It was all big stuff. They didn't really have a smaller like panel. Like, did they comics? have a legacy panel? Not that I saw on the schedule, but then Mm -hmm. again, I also wasn't looking. Right. (laughs) And I don't mean to be, I don't, I really don't mean to be that sour, but DC as a whole. There's nothing exciting coming from Marvel. That's just about what I was about to say. Everything that DC was announcing was exciting. I was yep. excited as, re- and, and so much so that everybody in the metal panel <laughs> knew they it. knew it. because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a loud, obnoxious person in case you guys oh, are Oh, yeah. the listeners know. The listeners know. But um, so much so that uh, Dan DiDio even said, like, I want you at every panel. And I was like, oh, I will be, Dan. I will be. And then I sat on his lap nice. later. And that's not a lie. <laughs> that's a, that's um, a different <laughs> story. That's another story. <laughs> for another time. <laughs> that's a story for another time. Um, but yeah, I just. If there was something exciting about Marvel, I I probably would have gone to go check it out. But I mean, beyond the Stan Lee panel, I really just did not care, and I missed the Stan Lee panel. So yeah. Anyway, cool. Moving so on. I need, I guess, to pitch our first book. Um, so Ugh. just like with uh, the Edge of Spider Verse and the Spider Verse event, they're doing Edge of Venom Verse, and this is kind of, I, I guess, kind of a standalone yes. issue. Um, featuring Ghost Rider with the symbiote on him. Um, It is by Simon Spurrier and Ty Walker is the artist. And this book is kind of a mess, like a hot mess. What? Did you like this? Yeah. Is
0: that a post
2: Ghost Rider fan? Yeah. You liked this. Yeah, I did. I freaking knew it. I thought it was interesting. It was... Dude, the plot
1: was... uh, I get what they're going for. Okay, it's Venomverse, Venom's on everybody, whatever. Okay. That's fine and dandy.
2: Like I mean, it's I not going to it's not going to be a great book, but I enjoyed it. I had fun, and that's all I could ask Well, you let me about let me just book. say
1: the the premise of this. It's basically there's this criminal that's being transported for court and he's a Hyde, uh, I guess. Mr. Like, Hyde, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Hyde. And mm-hmm. all the criminal underworld is after him in this transport, and then lo and behold, <laughs> Ghost Rider, I think they call him the Host Rider is what it was. Yeah. In uh, Which was a nice up, little... Yeah, pun little pun. Nod. Little, little pun that
2: Johnny, I'm sure, loved. Uh, he's a punching master I, now. I, I, well, I am a punching master. I got the badge to prove it. He Thank does. you, Johnny. You're welcome.
1: Um, and it proceeds to just obliterate all these criminals and the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents trying to take this guy um, to his court date and essentially eats his sin. That's this issue.
2: Yeah. So it, it, it's, there's not a lot that happens. Um, I really like the art. It's Did you? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It's It, it kind of has like a dirty uh, look. Um, I wouldn't say it totally reminds me. Uh, kind of like uh, some pages reminded me of uh, Matt Kent a little bit. Um, I don't know if I'd go that
1: well, far. Well, yeah, the line work I, is very different. No, I get what you're talking about.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, it, it's silly. It's dumb. Like, there's this guy uh, named, um, dang it, what's it called? The Octo one? Octo Squatch Pool. Oh,
1: yeah. This book is. I, sorry, yeah, I couldn't I, figure out if this book was trying to break the fourth wall and was trying being to be with, shirtless barefied. Yeah, trying to, yeah. exactly, trying to be shirtless bear fighter Which, oh my God, we're reviewing number two and it's amazing. Um, but it was like self-aware, but not yeah it's, so it was I don't know if it's gonna, definitely poking fun if, if fun you're to do itself, that though you need to go full bore yeah you really do and I don't think it crossed enough of that line for me to fully appreciate yeah
2: th- there's some stuff I liked and some stuff I didn't like uh, you know I liked when Octo uh, Squatchpo was like hide come taste my man hugs of doom like that's oh stupid my God. that's real stupid yeah, but that made me laugh really I was dope. like okay yeah. that's but I'm like here I here, that. look
3: everything that you're saying though Johnny is, is it, uh, my biggest problem with this book was opening it up because you look at the cover,
4: yeah.
5: Okay, yeah. and it's, and a it's shock.
3: got Clayton Crane doing, you know, the host pull and it looks sick. I mean, it it this is it basically yeah. Oh, um, I'm pretty sure it is. No, it is.
1: No, of course it is. It's too sick not to be. I think it has to be. It is.
3: Um, but you know, no, it's not. No. It, who, who is it?
1: Francisco Matina. Yeah, cover artist.
3: Wow. Okay, but he's got a, he's got Kudos. a digital he's paint got style. That
1: like Clean crane
3: yeah and um it has a wicked supernatural feel to it you know and that's kind of what i felt like i was gonna be getting from the story you know mm-hmm. um and then you open it up and it's it's shirtless ghost rider well he has a shirt but yeah, I got what
4: mm-hmm. you mean. There's a little, I Yeah, mean, but
3: I, I mean I, and and that's what we've talked about this before. I think, you know, we, you know one of the problems if, if you don't have the the interior artist doing the covers too. And that's common in this industry. And mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not just ragging on oh, this Oh yeah, I never before, but, but com- you really get anymore. you kind of get, you know, uh I think know, that sense of betrayal when yeah. when it's something different Paul and sabotaging. I just yeah. But and we'll we'll come back to this on shirtless bear fighter. I'm gonna get so
2: much flag for this this week. <laughs> I think I think. <laughs> if, oh, I can't wait. I think if uh, the cover artist did the art for this, it would be worse. Not because the art's bad. Yeah, the script but is the same. It's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. It's because because not worthy. It, yeah, um, because the the story is very different. This style kind of fits into the story, yeah. uh, and into you know what it's telling. I, it's, I it's agree dumb, with that. It's dumb. It's silly. Uh, reminds me of um, dang it. Who did the. Azarello, uh, art for Wonder Woman, uh, Cliff Chang. Cliff yeah. Chang, yep. Just because of the, the coloring a little bit. Hmm. I don't know. Just thinking, totally, I like think, I was off I, a little I, bit. I, really well, like I it. I like the story, but cool. just,
4: I mean, it, the story is okay, but I, I think, uh, just some of the tone, like, uh, for instance, the nonchalance inside the, the, the transport vehicle, and then, it, uh, then, I don't know, the, the way that the, uh, the attacks had gone, uh, and then maybe the character design, I was a little bit confused with <laughs> the ghost, right, uh,
2: yeah, host writer, but it, it's it, it, I can see why you think it's a hot mess because it it does try to be funny but also serious at the same time with uh you know with Robbie Reyes basically just being a skeleton inside uh, the symbiote and well, yeah yeah, yeah basically He's just yeah not
1: conscious you know
2: and and like that's kind of serious but when you're when you're having some like some stuff like Octo Pool like that doesn't work yeah. that doesn't mix you together
1: know what? we need we need Cody to to. Oh, he Tell would hate this. About this. Yeah, he would hate this. <laughs> oh,
3: I, I, I don't think Cody's coming anywhere close to Venomverse.
5: I, yeah,
3: I, I, I think. Well, to paraphrase Cody, I think as if words were,
2: oh heck no. <laughs>
4: Love that boy. So, <laughs>
1: That's
2: awesome. I mean, there's not much to say about this book. No, Stars. Yeah. Uh, three and a half. I really like the art, even though it was sometimes hard to follow. Um, I just like the style, and the story was okay, even though it had uh, tonal problems. Roger, two.
3: Not, they, didn't do anything for me. Patrick, I probably say two as well.
1: If, if they may fix the, a little bit of the tone. On the, uh, I think I'd like it a little bit more. I'm right there too. Number two, also two stars. So. <laughs> All right, Patrick. Yes. Tell us about Shirtless Bear <laughs> Fire. Right.
4: I have not heard of this property until uh, uh, yesterday when I came in and talked to Roger and he said, Are you going to be pitching this? I was like, Okay, need to let me uh, borrow uh, issue one as well. And then I looked up that, uh, was it uh, Sebastian or Jody Lee Hoop? Lee Hoop and the Sebastian Gurner. I guess they used to be editors uh, for X Men. And then oh. they met, and then this is their first thing together, their first comic together. But uh, Shirtless fighter uh, is exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, a gentleman who, uh, at, when you first meet him, the first issue, he is, sans clothes entirely, and then uh, he uh, gets uh, enlisted. <laughs> yeah, he gets,
1: yeah, Whose name is also Shirtless, apparently. Shirtless, yeah.
4: <laughs> and uh, he uh, starts to fight the good fight against bears, and uh, uh, by the end of issue two, we see uh, some... Uh, Sadness with uh, there's a whole Ken and Abel adoptive brother hating his uh, the the non full bear sib <laughs> that he is that he has uh, his father uh, took in, and uh, uh, you start to Look piece together. About
5: this book, it's so it dramatic. is honestly, I know,
4: <laughs> from the war ho- the the hillbilly warlock that has <laughs> six teats and uh, oh my God. is trying to get the protagonist <laughs> shirtless to butter his his teats <laughs> because they're itchy. To, oh my God. but it, it's only yeah. There's. It's This is, is this an is original book. I've yeah. never
1: it's crazy. This is essentially like my I hate Fairyland. Like this is my guilty pleasure. <laughs> like and we're land issue yeah. two. And I don't <laughs> I care. Know. Like, I'm just <laughs> I'm like, like I a, love this book it's and it's just demented. A bear plane. A bear yeah. plane is following them. You're like
4: it's uh, awesome though. And uh, the onomatopoeia is right on point with uh uh bear punch, yeah. bear slap,
2: bear right. kick. Yeah, bear kick. So you you never have to worry what you you know. I uh When I got like, um, when I was starting this book, I was like, "Oh, this kind of just feels like the same thing from issue one," and I wasn't really into it. But then it gets to uh, the pages where he starts fighting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just about to bring that up. It
1: starts in Houston and it's normal bears. It goes to Atlanta and it's circus bears. It goes to New Orleans and it's Mardi Gras bears. Right. Goes to New York and it's Teddy bears Uh for some reason. Right. (laughs) And then you flip the page. And it's Chicago. <laughs> and it's the football team that he's fighting, is fighting the Chicago Bears. Just dope. That's but awesome. I was
2: like, "Oh, that's funny," but then the <laughs> next, the next band, panel's the best. There's a crumb on the crumb for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, very hairy gay men. Yeah. <laughs> yes, which are also known as bears. Bears. I I, I lost it with that uh, panel. No, I was like, so oh, yeah, never mind. This book is still good. Yep. So. It still has uh, jokes that that get to me. I thought it was gonna be one note. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I really well, it very
1: much is. It, yeah, it 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 knows exactly what yeah, it's, it's, it's doing. Self-aware. It's, yeah. It's it's paying homage to all the dumb one-man army '80s action heroes.
2: Yeah. I really in a world where bears
1: are apparently <laughs> the enemy. I,
2: I really enjoyed the first issue I, I love the first issue but when I opened this I was like I don't think I want to read any more of this you know until I got to some of the later pages I was like okay this book is pretty great to the great. big furries yeah. yes <laughs> the big yeah. furries and
4: the, you know the whole play with uh, the guy who's pushing their, his evil agenda that we don't 100% know yet is the guy who also is the manufacturer of the toilet paper right. uh, like the commercials yeah. for the bears <laughs> <laughs> cartoon bears that we see on television it's crazy. Roger. Hey, I, I, why,
1: don't you, why don't you tell us how much you hated this? I can't. Hey, look,
4: I,
3: I was just shaking my head. I wasn't necessarily. <laughs> <laughing>. <laughs> I was shaking. I was just shaking my was head. It, like, oh my was god,
2: was it Teets? Was that, was uh, that, that it?
4: Where you lost it?
3: That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. I mean, he's he's holding a
2: stick of butter, and he's like, yeah, and I'm like. He's like, the mighty oh bear biter, slave to my every whim. <laughs> now, butter up my hog teeth. You have to I'm say it with more of a Cajun. Yeah, occasion. okay, fine. <laughs> Break us off of oh, this. I cannot. I
4: cannot do that like, justice. Like a Justin well, Wilcox. I don't know yeah. how to do it. <laughs> I
2: and and he, then after like he says uh, butter up my hog teats like he proceeds to grab them and jiggle them I'm like okay this is too much and it, it, yeah. it, it, is this it's not <laughs> a this image here this panel here this is the each teat
4: being a uh, a a oh, forecast uh, of his uh, wow nice it, right because they're yeah, six sure and, then, oh. and that's what broke him out of his spell that's why I, that's why I read it
2: gosh darn it I'm like oh that's uh, funny okay, okay, nice quick, pickup
1: right before we even get to that part <laughs> there's a like the CIA guy that hands shirtless like this note. And all it says is "ra ra 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 ra" signed
3: "ra." and
1: it's it's translated with an asterisk, and it says, "We are coming, the Bears."
5: It's like, like, "Oh my God, it's so dumb!"
1: I just he hold it in, so and I he somehow knows this. from that note that he's got to go to the <laughs> the Warlock. I mean, but
3: this, you know, look—the one thing this is not my cup of tea. But this mm-hmm. book is very good at what it does, mm-hmm. and it knows exactly what it's trying to be. You know, yeah. I think I and and I think that if you're if you're into this, you're absolutely going to love it, you know, like grizzly shark. Yeah. And if, if uh, I, I mean, yeah, if Land, it, it, yeah, if you're into uh,
1: that, just like what kind of humor and stuff like it's it's fantastic because
3: what's gonna what's gonna be fascinating to me is because i you know i felt that way after reading one issue of i ate fairyland and i was like done and then we reviewed the, gr- the first trade. graphic novel on the podcast and i was like huh yeah that was really good and there was stuff in there that that i thought was really funny and there's stuff in this book that i thought was funny too the the chicago bears and the san francisco <laughs> bears
4: you know that 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 got a little bit of a chuckle. I, I half a chuckle. Maybe it was just me, but do you think there was like maybe, I, I, like a nod or something to uh, some ideas of, from Chew, like in the first issue, you know, with the, the flapjacks and the syrup? And I understand, you know, he's like bear esque, but then this whole thing with it's the bacon that makes them, uh, you know, uh, um, be, uh, Could be under I, his control. I yeah. don't know, maybe they were like, maybe. Could be
1: like more of a nod. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, hey, uh, we, we dug well, some cause of that this this is an image book, and Chew is an image book, yeah. so. Um, oh my God! Like I can't. Like I'm. Like part of me's glad it's just a miniseries, because I'm like, you there's yeah, no there's way you no can way. sustain the mass. Yeah, 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 it's unsustainable. But yeah. but then again, I hate Fairyland still going, and I'm like, do I really need that much shirtless bear fire in my life? And <laughs> right. I think the question's is yeah. yes, or the yeah. answer is yes. <laughs> so um, I really, I look forward to like this. Like I was looking forward to this book, uh, the second issue, and I'm I'm looking forward to every issue. Like mm-hmm. yeah. So, do you want to do stars? Do you have anything else, Johnny?
2: Um, no. Um, well, maybe. Uh, I don't know how... I'm going to read the rest of the issues, but I don't know how uh, well it's going to, you know, the joke's going to keep on being mm-hmm. funny. Uh, I think if they did maybe, like, an extra long one-shot, it would have been perfect. Uh, you know, just like, oh, they knocked that out of the park, it's really funny, yeah, and then condensed. it's done. You know um i don't know how it's gonna be uh received when all five issues are up it's probably very
1: well received by me yeah well it makes me
3: curious to see whether or not they have any closure you know like um i hate fairyland did you know uh in the first graphic novel you had some closure and there was you know it had it had you know a natural story arc that came to well at least a conclusion for that story but um I'm 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 curious. You guys will have to keep me posted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will.
1: <laughs> I will. Let's start with you this time,
4: Patrick. Uh, out of four stars, five. out of five stars, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, four and a half, uh, just because of the uh,
1: San Francisco Bears.
4: Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that panel alone, and and the butter teats. So, <laughs>
1: Jeez. you guys have to see the art. The art. I, I like the art a lot on this. Uh, Gerner, I think, is the artist. No, uh, uh no Vendrell. Oh, Nil Vendrell. Yeah. Vendrell Nil Nil Vendrell. Yeah, I really like his style. It's fun. It it's worked. perfect for it this works book. For this. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Well, and actually, more. I
3: mean, I, I I I like his style. Yeah. It's he, really fun. I, even in something else other than this book, I think it would it would it would work, but it would have to be something playful and fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 3 stars. Johnny
2: uh, I'm really into the San Francisco Bears. <laughs> uh, so So, uh, four. Um, you know, I really love the first issue. This one, uh, I don't
1: know. Oh, this is still a five for me. I have a feeling this whole series is just going to be five, 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 like, across the board. I bay.
2: haven't read this one yet, but it's already five
1: stars. <laughs> Thank you, Backing me up.
2: Alright, Johnny. Oh, no. Okay. I'm, I'm prepared. Uh, so, we're reviewing Hal Jordan and the well, yeah, does are. it say ha- and the Green Lantern Corp? Al Jordan and the Green yeah. Lantern Corp. It doesn't really say and Where'd the. Where'd my pen go? What, whatever. Oh. Um, it's the last part of Fracture uh It's the issue end is tw- silent Okay. It's uh, issue 25. Did you say Corp? Or no, corps? I said Corp. Okay. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I didn't say you were. <laughs> okay. Uh, written by Robert Venditti, and uh, artist is Ethan Van Skyver, Skyver, whatever. Uh, Ethan? Well, yes, Ethan. Ethan, yeah, Ethan, yeah, Ethan I, Van Awesome. I think Ethan, I got that one Ethan right.
1: Ethan Van In-House, as Johnny likes <laughs> to Yeah, uh,
2: But this is good In-House. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, the Sinestro Corps and the Green Lancer Corps are fighting, like always. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah.
1: They had an alliance going. Yes, they did have an alliance. You, know, you can skip over that.
2: Fine, they had an uh, alliance. What was, uh, yeah, and the Green was Lancer the first Corps... 20 pages. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, was you're, you're skipping to the end. Yeah,
1: well... Johnny, do I have to do this for you? <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: So the okay. Green Lancer Corps and the and the Sinestro Corps uh, have an alliance, um, a fragile alliance. And the is this the daughter of Sinestro? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, is kind of Sauronic, um, not too v- sure. Uh, she's kind of, you know, provoking the the Yellow Lanterns, like, oh, you're not, an, um, you're n- the Green Lanterns aren't doing what's best for our interest. And she kind of uh, causes some uh, problems. Uh, they begin to fight. And the Green Lanterns kind of just shut them down real easy. That's basically it. Wow. Keep, wow. Tell me more, then. Okay,
1: so this storyline is largely centered around the fact that Hal Jordan and Sinestro had their big face-off in the first story arc, and uh, Saronic had actually turned the Sinestro Corps into kind of a force for good. She started, like, making the Yellow Lanterns, like, do good stuff and actually be good cops as opposed to just mongers like... Uh, and, like, oppressive, you know, type villains that mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, Sinestro had done. And so the cores came to uh, an alliance and a conclusion that, okay, we're going to do the buddy cop thing, but it's going to be one green, one yellow, and you're going to learn to, like, get along. And they allowed the, the Sinestro Corps to build their, like, a, a battery on um, Mogo, mm-hmm. where their headquarters is. And in the last couple issues, there's been this criminal that said, I have evidence of a Green Lantern Corps member killing a Yellow Lantern Corps that would basically if, you know, uh, you don't let me go, it's gonna I'm gonna release the footage and it's gonna cause this big fracture between mm-hmm. your two cores and war is gonna happen. So, John Stewart trying to get ahead of it sent Hal to figure out who it was turns out, spoilers, Tomar 2 is the one that killed <gasps> another, yeah, because if you uh, follow Green Lantern if you follow Green Lantern Corps, like Tomorrow Two's son of Tomorrow Ray, kind of important character, he wastes another a bad, a bad, 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 bad freaking uh, Sinestro Corps like child murderer. But he didn't follow. He didn't do it by the book. He didn't take him in and whatever. He got angry because they were the same from the same planet, and he knew the kids that this guy had like oh, killed. No. So he wastes him after he surrenders, knowing that he would be able to, like, yeah. oh, I'll just get out of the system, you know, kind of thing.
2: That wasn't in this book, by the I way. I know. It was in no, oh, yeah, is, all, is, all of that is I'm pre-amble. giving you
1: all, like, the context because this yeah. is the final chapter. And so everything picks up from basically the Sinestro Corps finding out, wanting Tomar II's head. Saronic had some stuff go on with Kyle Rayner in the previous couple issues, which is why she's so torqued up. Uh, because he lied to her about something. So she's all like, nah, like, we're going to be yellows. Screw everybody. And they all fight, and good old prepared John Stewart yeah. <laughs> had a way to, like, shut him down before anything could get out of hand. Yeah. So that essentially is all the preamble to this.
2: Um, I don't know. It's kind of, like, really <coughs> distrusting of John to, like, Put this backup thing in their battery, They're but like, I can yeah. understand why. Cause it's dealing it? with like <laughs> it's the Sinestro Corps.
1: Yeah, and remember, the other thing is, is there's plenty of Yellow Lanterns in this book that had joined the Yellow Corps when Sironica had taken it over, and were good people. Mm-hmm. They weren't the typical guys that Sinestro recruited, and yeah. so they actually helped the Green.
2: Yeah, they they stood down, uh, and then later in the book they, they become beca- Green Lanterns. Yeah, which so is pretty cool
1: will. And why, yeah.
4: uh, branded, uh, Rainer? It's
1: branded Rainer. Okay. Yeah. You find out there was a villain a couple issues back, um, named, uh, Sarko. Turns out he was from the future and he's the son of Seranic and Kyle Rainer. Uh-huh. And that was some big stuff that, and so he gets Jeez. killed in a battle and Kyle knew beforehand, like, or I should say right after the, um, yeah, I know. I'm trying <laughs> to, like, I'd readjust stuff here. Um, she had, or he had found out before her, she did an autopsy and did like a DNA test to figure it out. And she knew that he didn't tell her, like, that he had found out that he was her son. And so that's okay. why she's all pissed off. Yeah, a little bit of a space soap opera. All right. So, and so she finds out Brand's Kyle Rayner. So that's why he's all messed yeah. up.
2: Yeah. So, um, geez, you remember a lot about this. <laughs> it's
1: a good book. It's a good book. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Dude, I am such a DC kid. Like, it's not even. Yeah.
2: I think I'm still. I still have the trade on issue 2. I think you recommended I w- it.
1: I've really okay. liked this series. Venditti has handled Hal Perfectly. really well. Um, he, he writes a lot of the, the Lantern universe really well. I'm kind of bummed because this, is, this was a great finale to this story, but the next story arc brings back Rafa Sandoval. And they're doing a New Gods story because Orion's Ooh. on the cover, and apparently something's going on with the New Gods. And I really wanted to review that one, but oh well. <laughs> we I thought I thought this was a great finale. What did you think, Patrick? No, it wasn't
4: bad. Uh, I haven't uh, uh, been a, a huge uh, Green Lantern fan since like a uh, Blackest Night, Whitest Day at that the that story arc back in the yeah. Blackest Night, but uh, Day. you know, I was able to follow the, the primaries and whatnot and the ideas of uh, the Sinestro Core. Uh, i'd say uh three uh, start three stars okay
1: From well, a long a lot
3: time of fan. Four. four stars i love i love the art i love yeah. the storytelling a lot of great
1: splash pages in i that. was
3: several issues behind on this and i really you know obviously i missed stuff but um it it didn't hurt too much i mean this this book did a, a really good job of kind of filling you in i think on where you were at not necessarily all the details of how you got there um, but man really well written fantastic
2: art four stars Um, so the only problem that I had with this book is that I thought like the fight and you know started and ended too quickly Um, but you know uh, I'm pretty sure the previous issues were uh, really good lead up to this Uh, and despite my uh, lack of enthusiasm I really really enjoyed this uh, and I should probably go back and read yeah. from the beginning. It's you should. Really uh, yeah. So, to. uh, four, four stars. Sweet. And that's about
1: where I'm at. And like I said, Venditti has been a great steward in the, the GL universe and he's got a new dark matter book coming out.
0: It was like a perfect handoff from Jeff Johns. Like it's yeah. seamless. Well, John's even yeah.
1: gave, uh, gave Venditti a lot of accolades before he handed off the book. He's like, dude, he, he can, uh, it's in good hands. Yeah. So. Anyway, what would you guys rather have reviewed this week and in place of what? Anything? <laughs> I definitely <laughs> would have swapped out Venomverse. Um, I don't know for what, because yeah, there's Secret not a... Secret Empire?
0: Did that come
1: out um, I would have read Secret Empire, but I my expectations would have been pretty low.
2: Maybe... Elkast. Um. Uh, Okay. Well, since nobody's nobody's going, Um, instead of shirtless Bear fighter, maybe Steven Universe for me. Go go Power Rangers. No, Go Go Power Rangers is good. Like I said, they like they said they become Go Go dancers. Uh, And instead of Hal Jordan, even though I really enjoyed it, uh, Action Comics. That's such a good story
1: arc right now. Yeah,
2: it looks good. Um, Victor Bogdanovich was in the
1: last issue. That's Patrick Zurcher in that issue, and it's it's good, but. I think for Marvel, I would have wanted to check out Scarlet Spider, Oh, yeah. just see how that's doing.
0: It's Peter David. Yeah. So... Jeez.
1: But... Peter David wrote this know. book that we're about to review.
4: Yeah. He's a good writer.
1: I don't know. How about you, Patrick? Anything?
4: Uh... Man, I don't know.
1: Thanos.
3: Thanos
1: oh! Probably. That's out?
4: Yeah. yeah. That's definitely... I've always
0: liked that character.
1: Is that your pick? Yeah. Right, yeah, I'm Sorry.
0: Cool.
3: both you guys. All right. I just I can't do Secret just, Empire anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: crazy.
3: No, I, I mean I haven't read it for like the last four issues. I just can't. Wow. I just can't. Is yeah. it now? Sorry.
0: Is it the story or is it Nick Spencer? Probably both at this <laughs>
1: point. For me, anyway.
3: For me, Wait. it's the story. I you know I I really don't care about the writers or the artist. I don't care if there's a name attached to the book. I think all these guys are certainly capable of telling great stories and sometimes they just don't. Or it was just <laughs> Most mis- of the time he
0: misplaced,
3: <laughs> you know. Um Come on, creative endeav- endeavor, but
2: no, I get name a good Nick Spencer story. besides Morning uh, Glories. Oh me? Yeah, Johnny. Superior Foes of Spider-Man, The Fix, Ant-Man. Uh what else? Um I think that's all mm. I really read from them. Mm-hmm. I really love those stories, Man, especially Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Yeah. Made my point. <laughs>
4: morning <laughs> glories, <laughs> but
2: morning—the Morning is Glories finished.
0: No, I know. It's, it's just it's it. Had, it had, oh, had Bedlam! It I love Bedlam. Bedlam too. Has not came out in a year? Oh yeah, no dude, <laughs> it's that's over bad. a year. Yeah. way over no, it's, yeah. it's a year. No, it's been a year.
2: it's been at least two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it over that.
0: A okay. Uh, it's frustrating. You have one fan Bedlam.
2: One yeah, they do. yeah, that Bedlam trade's amazing. Um, I love Nick Spencer. I do not.
0: Man.
2: <laughs> I guarantee you As much as
1: like You know we're talking about this now I could probably have a conversation with Dave Ramirez And he'd get me like interested in actually checking it out again Because Dave has a way of hyping yeah, things And I'm just like oh dang that sounds really cool <laughs> So like Dave is my beacon of positivity With all those So man, shout out to Dave Ramirez <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So are we ready for trivia Roger? Is that what you're writing down? Or should yeah. we Spend, uh, spend-
3: go to something else I I just need a listener question
1: okay uh should I talk more about Comic-Con
3: do it
2: yes rub it in my face yes I shall
1: (laughs) so um one of the things that I did also uh is I met Tom King and I went to a spotlight panel with Tom King And I guess we had a little bit of a moment because I I asked questions in every panel, but I actually reminded Blaine to record me asking the question in the Tom King panel. So I have I have actual evidence and and whatnot. But he is a really funny, entertaining writer um, that I did not expect him to be. Um, But one of the things that he said in his panel that I thought was interesting, because I told Roger this when I came back, I was like, you hit the nail on the head when it comes to Tom King and Batman. Um, So those of you that have Listen to us review uh, his Batman stuff, uh, will remember this. One of the things Roger said is, I don't think he figured out Batman until that button issue. And in the panel, um, I can't remember if it was a question or if he was just talking about it or whatever, but he was under a lot of pressure to, you know, from himself, really, to get Batman right. And so he says, You know, they always tell you if anybody ever asks you if you would want to redo or if there's something that you would change or whatever say no because every story means something to everybody and I get that 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 makes total sense but he said you know the first Batman arc I'd probably would have changed or whatever because um, I was you know under the I was having a panic attack about taking over Batman and and whatnot and he says I can't remember the exact phrase he used but he said something along the lines of like I felt like I was writing what I thought should be written instead of just writing what should be written and he admitted that there was kind of like this, this moment where everything kinda of clicked over and he just started getting back to what Batman is and I I, I think it's tangibly different like once you get later on into his like run. The
0: second or third arc.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's really hitting full bore once you get to the button. Yeah. Like that's Batman.
0: So the first ten ish issues are eh? Like but well once
1: again, you know, a lot of people have dug those. Yeah. So, um, but for me, I, that just kind of solidified. I was like, okay. So, but once again, it's hard to write Batman too.
5: Like,
1: well, it's hard. Uh, yes and no. I mean, he's clearly a capable writer because I, I always said I loved Omega Man. Yeah. And uh, and he all he's doing this panel by the way at ten o'clock in the morning, and he had like had maybe like three hours of sleep. He set out his two Eisners that he had just won that week in <laughs> front of him. Because they're these little globe trophies and they yeah. spin, and he's like, "Better than fidget spinners, guys." <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he goes, "You can't spin an Academy Award." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Take that, Meryl Streep!" <laughs> like was just like playing with his friggin' Eisner awards on the table, which I thought nice. was hilarious. Nice. So, um, and that was the curr- like the running joke was that he, you know, he writes like f- knock bad knock knock jokes in. The War of Jokes and Riddles and he has two Eisners. <laughs> like so that was like the the ongoing joke, like two Eisner's guide.
5: So,
1: so,
0: so but because now Atomic King has this exclusive contract with DC. Is he yep. only writing the two books now? Just the Batman and Mr. Miracle,
1: right? Or at the moment, yes. That's only I do think he's writing. Mr. gonna be a twelve issue series. Oh, okay. So it's a
0: Maxi series and then Batman. So I guess they're just
1: taking care of him. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he's got other things coming down the pipeline too. Yeah, because normally the, down the, the pipe, exclusive
0: guys tend to write three f- two, three, four titles, you know?
1: I think a lot of that might have to do also with making sure that you're going to turn in quality over quantity. Yeah. Because everything that he talked about with Mr. Miracle and and the inspiration to Mr. Miracle and or uh, elements of the story and whatnot, I mean, I, I really have to take back some of the crap I gave Tom King – that I yeah. gave him earlier on the show, because the, the man is a deep thinker when it comes to what he puts into his stories. That's good. Um, and he, he really does try to throw layers into his stories and, and just him briefly talking about Omega men. And you can hear a little bit of it. Um, I think Roger posted the whole, the whole three and a half minute, um, yeah. answer to my, my comic uh, con question at the panel on the uh, the Facebook page. I think it's a, a clip on the Instagram, so you guys can head over there and nice. and take a look at it. I think I posted it on my my Facebook as well. But yeah, it's about three and a half, four minutes of him answering a question that I asked specifically about Omega Man, and ju- you can just get kind of just how deep he goes just with something simple that I asked like that. Yeah. So. He really cares. Um, yeah. He he's he's working hard over there like it's he doesn't take it lightly that he's writing Batman and he's writing other stories with beloved characters so yeah. um, I thoroughly enjoyed his panel he was a riot hmm. um, I mean talk, he's a guy that will have you laughing one minute and just be pulling on your heartstrings, like on the verge of tears the next with some of the stuff he tells you you're just like oh my god so yeah great great writer can't speak highly enough about um, the experience and he's th- He was super fun when we met him because I got to meet him at a signing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, Roger, you about ready? Should I keep going? I got something. Yeah?
0: Like, uh, the new episode of my podcast today, we did an off-topic segment at the end where we did a little DC Rebirth discussion. So, if you want to check that out, you can go check that out, you know? (laughs) Nice. So um, just to add to the, you know, we uh, this is becoming a DC love fest around here, you know, just because <laughs> when you do just good,
2: it. it's hard
1: not to. They're just like, killing they're, it. They're doing a great job with their characters and with the way their approach to treating their fans. Yeah, and
0: everyone wants to talk about it. So, I mean, what's not to like when they're doing
1: something right? You know? So, yeah, um, like I said,
2: I'm trying to bring the love fest down.
1: <laughs> Johnny, you always try. To bring I'm the just the kidding. Down. <laughs> so, Roger.
3: Yeah. Okay, let's go.
0: Cool. that's yeah, tall. <laughs>
3: so, okay, um, the graphic novel we're reviewing this week is the Dark Tower Yeah. series by, well, originally written by Stephen King. It's adapted by Peter David, uh, and so big I wanted look. to do some, some Dark Tower trivia. Um, you guys are probably in trouble, because I know Patrick is a
2: Dark Tower fan. Oh, we'll yeah, see, I'm not answering any of these. <laughs> Um, Kayla, are you gonna get in on this.
4: You'll know
3: some from reading this book, though. I guess. But this is it is kind of crazy. So okay, uh, we Mike Kennett. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, do you Kennett? Yeah, might ken it. Mike Kennett. Mike Kennett, sigh. <laughs> um, one of the um, the antagonists in the book is the Man in Black. Okay, they have the opening line from from the Dark Tower series from from book one of the novels, mm-hmm. and in this one. Is the Man in Black fled across the desert and the Gunslinger followed? Mm-hmm. Right, um, an iconic first line. The Man Brilliant. in Black has numerous alter uh, egos or identities. What are some of the other names
4: that he goes by? Oh, Dim, Walter. Yeah, Walter. Dim, O-Dim. Martin Broadcloak. Martin Broadcloak. Or yeah. you do with the Walking Dude, Randall Flagg. Randall Flagg. Was
3: he
1: the Good Man? The no, somebody that's else. John Forson, that Farson. That was John Farson, the Good yeah. Man. Yeah, oh, uh, I remember. There's one more in this book, right? There's a third one.
4: The uh, the guy who the,
1: the devil.
3: <laughs> nope.
1: Because he serves the devil, right? They called uh, him the, the devil's left nut. Yeah, yeah that,
4: that was <laughs> yeah, that was great line. Yeah, that it was was is like great, you know, uh, description um, for that. Yeah, I don't think any of the other
3: ones on this list were in this book. Oh, okay. Uh, what are they? Uh, Just probably in the, the, in the, in the, King, the Dark Tower Kingdomers series. Or? Uh, Walter Paddock, Bill Hinch, mm-hmm. Russell Faraday, Richard Fannin, Richard...
0: Uh, yep.
3: Fremantle, uh, Rudio Filaro, The Covenant, uh, Covenant. The Covenant Man, uh, Richard Fry, Robert uh, Frang, Ramsey Forrest, Nyarlotep, some Egyptian yeah. name yeah okay um,
4: what What? Pair, what, what other book coordinate. did the Man in Black appear in interestingly enough they just did a video on io9 they had a, a release which uh, was the actually dark kind tower. of dope uh, like uh, no, well, <laughs> the, <laughs> the stand. All seven dark towers. Uh, he was, he was also in the stand, and, right. uh, and he appeared in the
1: stand. Yeah, he, he was the, the flag. flag. Yeah, Randall flag. He's
4: the one like he made all the bad guys go to Las Vegas. Yeah, and uh, there. What? Yeah, and yeah, Stephen. The he's the main. Like, yeah, because this universe is like, all connected. And I haven't yeah, read it's a Kingdom lot. Called the Kingdom Verse or something. that is what? I never. Knew the knew that. video is is it's actually pretty dope. It's kind of uh uh. Uh, it starts off with uh, *The Shining*, and there are a, uh, *Shawshank Redemption*, and uh, shut up. Yeah, the, how they all th- go to the dark tower. Everything, you know. Because uh,
1: I like have this love-hate thing with Stephen King. Like I really do. Well, mm. I like *The Mist*. That was a good one. The Mist there's was a some, good one. there's because yeah, he did he did *Shawshank*. Yep, reading him. With Shawshank Love it, one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Okay. Other stuff I've read, I'm like, now oh you're my not gonna be able God. to sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be tossed and turning. Like I hate some stuff that he's done too. Like, yeah. I, hate it. There's a, some... It usually some, like, his made-for-TV movies. I can't stand I, I'm like, this horrible is terrible. Yeah.
4: Like, the stand miniseries was just... Oh, gosh. I understand they're... Yeah, they're truncated. Anyway, now so that I know down. that it's, yeah. like, his
1: own universe, I'm going to go Yeah. And, like, start... Didn't playing. he
4: do Under the Dome, too? Yes, he did yeah. Under the Dome, yeah. 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 Which had... A, which the show was nothing like the book, but yeah. the ending... Uh, he he peers out the ending, though, well, so yeah. often. Brian K.
1: worked on... Yeah, the show.
0: The show, show yeah. yeah.
4: Anyway... I started, I started watching it. I was like, oh, shit. Lucas King, too. Sorry. Yeah.
3: Um, what which one did you hate? What did was Did you the, say? What was you it? said there was one that you hate that there was What was the one hotel one? That you Shining? No, 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 no not that. The ho- oh, yeah, cause ho- cause I was going to say the Shining. No, Motel? No. no. Bates- hotel? <laughs> no. <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> it had it was a movie that they did. And oh, it had freaking um made it wasn't ones. Ed Norton, was it? Or was it No, this was a theater. 1408. Yes, 14, that's John Cusack. Yeah, yeah. that movie was uh, stupid. That was a, and I was, was like, a this is Stephen King, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Like, his, is this, he has a, like, Stephen King does things with endings that just piss me off.
3: Well, he's like the Cullen Bunn of horror. <laughs> yes! Like, he's
1: very, very good at writing
4: character and writing exposition, got, yeah. but oh, my gosh. That, sometimes it, it makes me sad. Though I truly love, I'm, I'm calling me a king apologist, but especially the Dark Tower, but it's, you know, uh, I love the ending of the, the series, the book series, but, um... Uh, I was I
1: completely so. unfamiliar with Gunslinger and Dark Tower. I don't even think I realized it was Stephen King until I got into this, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then, like the ending of well, this I
3: apologize because I told you yesterday it was a short read, and it's not.
1: No, I was like, "Oh yeah," I was burning to get this thing done, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this has a Stephen King ending that I don't like, so I'm like,
3: Ooh, uh, "Okay, uh.
1: there's." I know this isn't the end. There's more, obviously. Yeah,
4: right? I, the, and the way it's structured, I like is, is that it, it, it's, it's told uh, in, a, uh, in a linear fashion now, uh, where uh, or linearly, I should say, is, 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 like in the the novels. We have a, a whole section where it doesn't start till novel four, but in here, it's so the it's second the beginning. book. Okay, yeah. So it's it, I like that part of it. Like, hey, cool. this is, that's why I like the born idea. Johnny, what's uh, John Farson's? uh
3: Other name, he has one name, one other name that they call him by.
2: John Forson. the good no. man, the good man. It, yeah. Frank. Okay,
3: Frank. epic fail, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, yeah. I'm trying to pull you in, man. You're like, you I, know, I honestly Johnny. Not who care. are who who are the other two members of uh, Roland's quartet? Uh, <gasps> <gasps> they
1: have the best names. Elaine well, Johns. Go ahead. Cuthbert. Yeah, I, I read Cuthbert this like all at good. midnight. Elaine <laughs> right. best. Yeah, I know. That's name. dope. That's Cuthbert, name. all good.
2: I had to kind of slog through it. Okay, um, so is
1: it Elaine or Alan? Like how do you I I
4: that? don't. I always in my head, obviously, but it could be Elaine. I mean, yeah. or Alan. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's easier to say Alan. <laughs> That's but. what
1: I thought it was. Okay, anyway. so
4: um,
3: Marilyn's rainbow. What's the name of the orb that the witch used to? to fruit yeah, Yeah. grapefruit, Maryland's grapefruit,
4: Pink. yeah, and uh, Black Thirteen. In the, I mean, I'm going to go into too much of the King Lord because we're not talking about because it's also Black. it's also called. Uh,
3: no, there's another name for Maryland's Rainbow. I can't remember, but there's thirteen spheres. Yeah, Black Thirteen is
1: is the one that he keeps closest. That he keeps, yeah, and then the well, it's, it's kind of who I keeps closest. The spider thing guy—I can't remember his name. Crimson King. Crimson. The Crimson yeah. King, the freaking terrifyingly uh, uh, creepy-looking thing Roy that Jay Lee did an excellent job. Oh, I know. Yeah, like, that's I was like, "Oh my god!" When he was ripping the dude apart, I was like, "What?" That's cool. Okay.
3: Yeah. Um, all right. That's gonna be. That's gonna be enough trivia for us. Anyway, I I love this book, but um, mm-hmm. we got a um, a listener question coming up. Should we do the drawing for last week's first? Let's do the drawing. Johnny. okay so we are giving away okay this is a new format we're giving away um we had uh, nine different respondents uh come in with the correct answer for last week which was what which flash issue uh sparked the dc multiverse flash 123 flash of two worlds um bryce had sent it bryce had a little longer answer he answered correctly but uh he said something about um knowing that there were some wonder woman issues where multiple wonder Woman showed up and they he didn't have a chance to look into it i didn't either so but I, I know that this is this is viewed as the start of the dc multiverse anyway so um what we're doing is you know everybody who responds correctly has a chance to win we'll do uh random drawing uh for both the graphic novel and the comics um the uh graphic novel this week the flash rebirth uh volume goes to christian Depaz. and uh the comics the three comics we reviewed uh nathan armand
1: nathan shout out what up dude so
3: um, thank you guys for sending your response. We got a lot of great positive feedback that you guys want uh, for this, this change. Uh, yeah, and that makes me happy. Yep, and it gives more people a chance to win. Larry Douglas was just in. Giving uh, me a today history lesson. And I going, love like we need to have a. Larry's segment. awesome.
1: We need to have a segment where it's just like hist- history. Lesson. Yeah, like history with Larry Douglas, and because he just every time I bring something up, he's like, "Oh well," and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, yes, keep going. So thank you, Larry. He was dude. He
3: he got me stoked about this ice cream in in <laughs> uh, at Mount Rushmore. It's like only available there, and it's um. I don't think it was Thomas Jefferson. Who was it? I don't know. Somebody is one of our forefathers invented ice cream, and you can only get it at, like, this diner in Mount Rushmore. And I'm like, I'm stoked. I think I need to go vacation there. But um, Larry's awesome. Uh, Anyway, so if, uh, if, if you guys want to Google or know the answer to the question this week, send in your response. You have all the way until next Wednesday. Um, and then we'll, we'll randomly draw winners for the, uh, the graphic novel and the comics. My question for you guys this week uh, deals with the Dark Tower also. Hey. Come on, Johnny, a little more excited. Yay! Okay. The so um, the, anti- the, the, the protagonist in the book is Roland Duchesne, the young uh, gunslinger, Okay, and the antagonist is the Crimson King, which is basically Satan, they actually share a common ancestor. Who is that? Go. Yep. So, if you know who you not Do not forget in, the face of your father's people. Send,
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Nobody's like, what? Send your response <laughs> to
3: contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. If you know the answer, or you can use the Google machine. And uh, um, we'll do uh, drawings for the winners next week on next week's show.
1: All right. So I'm assuming you picked this. Yeah, well, uh, uh,
4: when I forgot when Roger and I started talking about it, but back all the way back in what 2007, uh, that's how I first met Roger, but only on the internet interwebs well, e- this eBay. And I would I I would only get my fix through him, and I was like, you have the shipping uh, zip codes? that's right down the street from me. Do you guys <laughs> have freaking more? He's like, no, we don't have one. And then my buddy. Wow, you are me, OG. OG. What is <laughs> Patrick is one of our oldest customers. <laughs> And I'm like, but I did not know you had a brick more. And mortar. my buddy right. at work said, Well, oh, you got to come over to see Horizon." I'm like, Horizon. I'm that sure sounds enough, familiar. Like, and, <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's been a long, a long time. I'm like, man, I, I always do five star feedback. You know, awesome. I would just say stupid stuff like, "Use great tape while shipping," and you know, we're <laughs> <laughs> we're making it interesting. I don't know. But, no, uh, nobody packs better than <laughs> yeah, Teresa. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll say that. I could, and the like, expediency of yeah, uh, yeah, but uh.
1: So you the, did you pick this for this? Well, no, or did I think, it kind of just coincide with? The yeah, fact we, I think the movie we had to like be talking week. about
3: it. Yeah. It was like because you of know, the movie we should do that the, yeah for the oh, well that was mm-hmm. yeah because I think I had designated this to be reviewed this week because mm-hmm. the movie was coming out and yeah, next week. and then you were yeah, an Friday. obvious next Friday mm-hmm. okay uh, an obvious choice to have yeah. on. For I was this like, like
4: sure. I'll talk to the tower to the cows come home. But yeah. Uh... <laughs> But this one, uh, uh, I was really surprised because Robin Firth, who helped write the Concordance for Stephen King, was the one, I I guess, the primary on getting that type of data back to uh, uh, the, the, you know, helped sign off on all this stuff. Uh, And... This first issue, uh, I thought was awesome because there are so many parts of the novel that uh, I would, av- I love to see, uh, you know, in my head, I pictured graphically the fight with Court and uh, and and of course uh, Wizards in Glass and the, and the story of uh, Suzanne.
1: So for people that don't know, this is like the weirdest amalgamation of like a spaghetti western and high fantasy yep. into like one like just epic thirty year story. I guess that it yeah. took Stephen King to write. Yep. So
3: yeah, seven volumes. I think is, I mean, I think he wrote, he, you know, he wrote the first volume like back in seventy-two, yeah. something and
4: like that. Oh, so but he's like
1: George R. R. Martin. Like he's taking forever to get through this freaking. He actually went back
4: right. Originally, it wasn't supposed to be an, uh, right. a right a, a opus of sorts. It was just supposed to be a book, and he actually said, just, just like George R. 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 Martin, he yeah. originally planned
1: for three <laughs> books, and it turned into seven. And now we're all afraid he's going to die before yeah. he gets but that last book like, out.
2: Wasn't like Stephen King's thing uh, was that his publisher told him uh, to not write so many books. Because of people thought that the more books you have out in like a year, they think, "Oh, this guy sucks." Yeah, so he wrote under pseudonyms. Yeah, did he, he? yeah, he t- he, um, he published a lot of books in one year. Like every year, he would publish at least four.
1: I mean, I know Stephen King is a machine. Yeah, like he can just yeah. just uh, one of those guys that can crank out a story and and. Here, yeah, here you go. No, here here he, you go. Here he, you go. When he first started, he, exact uh, reason
4: he w- he he wrote under uh, the pseudonym Richard Bachman, and mm-hmm. uh, but the the Dark Tower or the Gunslinger, which is, originally was called, and then it was kind of like they did a, a Lucas thing, and he went back and said, the, you know, the Dark Tower, the Gunslinger, because they were going to make it, you know, they were making it into volumes. But yeah, he he wrote up the book four, and then he got in that c- horrible car accident, and then. He had a horrible writer writer's block after that, and then uh, he said, you know, uh, in his uh, memoir on writing, he was talking about how he needed to get that done. He felt like he had to push through, and uh, he wrote the re- the rest the three other books: The uh, Song of Susanna, Wolves of the Kala, and uh, The Dark Tower, back to back type of. Uh, and yeah, it, it was. insane he actually writes in the entire storyline of him being almost killed by the guy. I mean, he writes himself in Stephen King's in the novel. Uh, and uh, he, how his accident happened, and all this stuff is in there. It's really it's trippy. But uh, for this, th- what was so great about it was the fact that it, it, there was just so many. I remember reading that first uh, book, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty dope." I mean, they really go into some uh, uh, ideas that I wish they you know would expand on. And then this uh, helped put at least images to words that I you know always had in my head, like I said. But because uh, this is essentially Jay the protagonist's and,
1: origin story,
4: exactly, exactly. And you. Uh, uh, you know you the, the the epic fight between court you know I always had this idea of what court looked like but in here he's like this brooding big hulk of a you know person that you know you know his own way loved the the gunslinger appearances and yeah and then like I said the the going into the when he went to the uh, and met Susan and the whole Merlin's uh grapefruit and the or you know the uh, uh, Rhea of the Coups, and all that stuff that actually doesn't take place until book four uh in the series but it works perfectly here because that is exactly what happened you know you find out how he became quasi-broken in the book four and then you're like here you're like oh what happens to her where you know at the end uh uh bird at the charu tree King ending <laughs> and then, yeah then he gets that's you know he goes almost insane when he, he takes the the pink grapefruit and his dad says, don't use it but that's the only way he could see susan after right, what happened right. to her and uh, and think? understand because this is the story about Ro-
3: how Roland becomes the gunslinger yeah. and how you know what how he gets his motivations mm-hmm. to to defy the Crimson King and 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 ultimately kill him. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, well, <laughs> not in yeah. this book. Yeah. Not, not yeah, not for. I,
1: I, and I get that this is volume one, but I got to the end of it and I'm like, God, whoa! like it's just every time like stephen king why do you have to do these kind of endings (laughs) like uh it's those ones that just make you feel like oh i need a shower like it's just (laughs) one of those kind of endings you're just like "Uh." well it's kind of tragic yeah yeah he uh, does he does a lot of those like with those just like that sucks it is one of those things too like that
4: you know he, he at one time you think he is the typical hero then be, he's like the anti-hero then he's almost you think he's, it's a redemptive story and then there are scenes where like man you let your own son die in you know in, in the books and uh y- you would put, put everything on the line to get to the dark tower and uh it, it begins to show slowly through here like when he's fighting with Cuthbert and, and uh johns and you know they're both you know uh saying you're being selfish dude and he's like right. hey i have my own motivations i'm here for my father i'm the only true singer first and uh
1: do the other two become gunslingers, or is it just Roland, that's the gunslinger, like, throughout uh, the whole thing?
4: That, this is a predication of how all the gunslingers fall, and he okay. actually is truly the last. Okay. Uh, because of this Martin Broadcloak, uh, Walter O'Dell, whatever you want to call him, he uh, helps John Farson, they have this big battle, and then uh, you see, like, the next, ep- the long road home or something like that, is uh, uh, you begin to see the machinations and how they betray, how Martin Bar- Broadcloak betrays uh, Stephen Shane, which is Roland's father, and then Roland winds up. His o- true epic moment of breaking for him was when he killed his mother. by uh, By accident, doesn't do it purposely, but he killed his mother because Martin Brokovich tricked him, and that's why he's at the beginning of the book. He's chasing him, uh, and it's because of that that he's chasing him. Oh wow! Yeah,
1: but so do the do the other two guys stay with him through the journey? uh
4: Yeah, uh, they okay. do, uh, and. Uh, there is a uh, another book that uh, Stephen King put out, put out that I really wish – maybe they will make it into a, a graphic novel, but it's called uh, Wind, Between, Wind Through the Keyhole, which is a, uh, a, a story that has them uh, – still not gunslingers yet, but in that same type of uh, uh, mind think, and they were uh, going to – uh, work on a skin job which is a guy who's a, well, like a werewolf transformative type of person but uh, I like their camaraderie works yeah. as team. the like camaraderie
1: it. was written really well yeah. with the three of them in this book yeah.
4: like really like, so. like the idea of the quartet starts to form you and you right. realize
3: yeah. so well in this book you know this story takes place in kind of a twisted future yeah of, I gathered that mm-hmm. of the US you know you have you used to have these oil fields you yep. know and one you know central location in this book is Sitgo. Yep. you know um which is an oil field but you have all these um you have like tanks and military vehicles and stuff that are ancient it's like post-apocalyptic um, and to the point where the the rubber on the tires it rotted away and fell off a long time ago and they put you know like wagon wheel tires yeah
4: that's uh, on them that now that was the whole thing with uh broadcloth sorry yeah no I good. he you know uh, uh See, the inner Barities, is like the, the Gilead, which is the you know the center of all things type of idea. Uh, they were like, hey, we're not afraid of uh, Farson, he can't come at us. He doesn't have weaponry like that. Uh, but it was all a ruse because you're saying, hey, no, we do have that. Uh, we're just pretending that we don't. You know, Mark Marn Brockos saying, hey, here we, here's the oil. there's what you need. Go ahead, right. you can power these things. Figured out how to refine the gas. And then one of the coolest nods, probably to the epic history of, of like weapons, of true you know iconic weapons, is the fact that. Roland's uh, sandwood grip, you know, death the wagons. Sandals, yeah. yeah, the sandal they're, grip. They're the actually rollers. made from uh, Excalibur. Actually, oh. yeah. yeah you, uh, I always thought it was a cool idea. Like, man, that's pretty dope. But, uh, yeah, they, they, you know, they touch of that later on in the comic series, see they show yeah. it. But it's pretty dope. But.
3: And basically, you have John Farson, who's trying to... he's He's marshalling his forces to go into battle against the affiliation, mm-hmm. which is uh who, who the gunslingers uh or at least with the House of eld mm-hmm. um protect, or, or protect. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah they're the like the, there, there's a king that would be DeShane,
2: or Stephen DeShane. I want to yeah.
3: talk for a second about
2: uh Jay Lee's art yeah. yeah 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 this um uh well to me uh this book was very intense and there was a lot of going uh things going on and uh matched with uh Lee's um art it just made it more surreal yeah uh, and and even more intense, Damn. and I, I love what you know he brought to this book because, you guys know I'm not a Western fan. Like I don't love Seven to Eternity or East of West. They're really? good. Yeah, they're, I they
1: couldn't like, tell by the way you were sitting there sullenly while we were going on about the two of my like, favorite properties out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I don't like sci-fi or Western, uh, but this isn't sci-fi. This is Western, uh, you know, fantasy. And mm-hmm. but with Jile's art, I could just look at it and kind of know what's going on it's intense it's it's very vivid even yeah. though he has like this painterly style where yes, you exactly. would think that um everything was stagnant it's not it feels fluid yeah. and and i love that i know the languid form of uh the, the
4: crimson king while he's eating that you know that yeah. carcass i mean it's so uh, just um, insane intense. yeah, yeah. It's, it's
3: beautiful it really is beautiful and i think um I, yeah i was really glad that they put in some of the like the the pencil work at the end mm-hmm. and richard Isenove who's the colorist
2: yeah um, uh he's the artist huh? it's chris heliopolis who's the uh oh no sorry um, Try again. so art is jiley and richard Isonov, okay so it's both hi- him and uh richard he and didn't it?
3: do the colors uh, i thought he was the colorist
2: Let's see. I'm pretty sure he's the colorist, Johnny. This whole thing is Jay really? Lee. Really? He's the... Yeah, because yeah, I was, like, wondering. I was like, where does Richard Eisenhoff? Yeah, he's, they credit he's him. As, he's a... As an artist. Yeah. yeah, artist. No, yeah, they just credit uh, the art as Jay Lee and Richard Eisenhoff. <laughs> Dude, this whole book is Jay um, Lee, for yeah. sure.
1: like, I, yeah. I couldn't yeah. find The colorist anything. has to be <laughs> Yeah.
2: But... Um, I'll look
3: it up. The, the, the beauty of it is that, you know, because you see... You can see Jay Lee's pencils, and... You, and then, and then you really get a feeling for what Eisnerov brings to it. You know, his his coloring of this book is better than oh my I think god, there's any a I've Pell ever color. seen. Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, that's sick. Oh, uh, that looks
3: good. Sorry. One Julie. of my, one of my favorites was uh, the cover to issue two by Jay Lee, and it was the Crimson King, and he's got like this black widow spider Mm -hmm. on his lips it's just it's so it's sick yeah it's really yeah that's terrifying he's got his tongue out
4: yeah it's truly an epic it was yeah it
3: was so gross but um yeah Isonov and jay lee uh, you know oh my god they're they're working I, i don't think there's any better pair to do a supernatural story you know i mean it has such a you know almost an ethereal quality to it um it's. I find it. I find it really gripping.
2: Yeah. Everything yeah. I find, it just credits them as both artists. Dude, it's. Hey, what Eisenov brings to that is is art is, is, dude, is, that art. is the colorist. Is, dude. I mean,
1: it's. It's because I'm familiar enough with Jay Lee's pencils to know. Yeah, yeah. Those, uh, those,
2: uh, like pencils, I couldn't really find anything that was different. You know, maybe yeah. some stuff, but not really. Tweet at him, bro.
1: Eisenov is definitely yeah. his colorist because it. I
2: would, uh, shoot. The way this books oh, Okay, look, so looks, issue six, w- uh, it was Isenov that did the art. Okay. And the colors on the rest
0: of
2: the issues? Uh, I don't know who did the colors. It doesn't Seriously? Say. Yeah, but issue six, is it was Isenov. I'm uh, looking it up right now. Keep
4: it rolling. There's a little...
2: Uh, that's uh,
4: straight from Marvel.com. The novel... They mention Black 13 in here as a, as a nod to... Uh, in the novel series... Uh, in the reality that, uh, in the New York that Stephen King wrote uh, they hide black 13 in a locker that just so happens to be in one of the, the towers that fall that same year uh, that they the that there's in in the mo- in the novel uh, and it was the idea that the black 13 was the impetus for the destruction of uh, that the calamity that befell uh, New York because how evil black 13 was mm. Do they well, go into, great. like,
1: the history of the orbs and all that later on? No. Unfortunately, oh, okay. uh, my okay. kids uh, he always asks me,
4: that's the coolest part. I'm like, I, I couldn't find anything else, at least not from uh, the book series. So, I know. It's, and what are the other seven? Because he only has six. You know, technically, yeah. that's, he mentions the six that he has. But there's the 13 total. King. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Cool. Yeah.
3: You want to do ratings?
1: Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. I was just staring at a lot of this stuff because, mm-hmm. like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's like good. 10:30. So, right. Jonathan,
3: what do you think? Good.
1: Um. Okay, so I got a couple things. For this being called the Gunslinger, this was a born. slow b- what?
3: The Gunslinger
1: Born. I know, but it's, it's got <laughs> Gunslinger Born <laughs> in the title. In the first like six issues, there's like four shots fired. Yeah. It's not until the seventh issue that all the gunslinging actually... And then it's like a slingshot and gunslinging. And even yep. then, it's only like two more shots fired. So if you're going to call it Gunslinger and Gunslinger Born, you better give me a whole lot more gunplay. <laughs> I, agree, no, uh, I, I agree with that. Uh, that and just the tragic ending that this is um, knocked it down a little bit because I'm just like, oh, Stephen King. You know, like, <laughs> but I get it's a volume one. It's an origin story and all that. a so four and a half.
2: And, uh, mine's five. Five, five stars, stars for me, too. Yeah, I love that. It's I really know. well written. Do not like Westerns. Four.
1: There you have it. All right. Very lucid. So I would be willing to read through that whole series to see where it goes. Yeah. But I'm sure it would take me a long time. I want to see if I can
3: still get these. I Man, forgot about those omnibuses. Yeah. Brought in I saw like I'm
1: taking this. The <laughs>
4: two-volume set yeah. omnibus for... Yeah, this one segment all just all the, uh, the supplementals that came with. Yeah, the, yeah and then... Do you have like are those so omnibus beautiful. like
2: the whole story?
4: I uh, no! Uh, well, of the first arc, but then they they released the second one, which is actually now is it's simply the retelling of not that this wasn't, but uh, the, the the right now they're doing like the drawing of the three, mm-hmm. which is but I, it's not the same art. It's not a uh, uh, Jay Lee, uh, but. It's, it's, co- I don't know how long they took between the two, mm. but yeah, this was, uh, but this got me back into reading so you know, coming because I was sad that the series ended. All
1: right, so we're gonna do some previews, uh, from Marvel Comics. This is a small week, next teeny week. tiny week. Uh, we've got all new Guardians of the Galaxy number seven, Champions number ten, Secret Empire, Champion, wait, Avengers number ten, Secret Empire, Champions number eleven, Secret Empire tie in. Uh, Generations. Oh, Generations is already starting? Yeah. August. Banner that's Hulk.
3: Probably, yeah, that's probably what we're reviewing for Marvel. Crap. I Banner know.
1: Hulk and Totally Awesome Hulk. Yay. No, I kind of wish we did Avengers. Um, Jessica it's Jones.
2: a number Secret and right? Oh, yeah, you're right. No.
1: <laughs> Jessica Jones, number 11. Spider Man, number 19. Spider Man Deadpool, number 20. Uh, Star Wars, Darth Vader, number 4. Star Wars Rogue One adaptation number 5 of 6, and X Men Gold number 9. Hang on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then for DC, we've got Bane Conquest number 4 of 12, Batman number 28, Cyborg number 15, DC Comics Bombshells number 32, Deathstroke 22, Green Arrow 28, Green Lanterns 28, Justice League number 26 new god special number one are we doing that yes, yes. <laughs> sweet uh because it would be jack kirby's 100th birthday next nice month sweet. i think it's august is next week august already yes, yes. yeah yep. freaking a yeah. God. um nightwing number 26 superman number 28 and that's going to round out dc comics next week for gra- uh for indie we have east of west 34 we have seven to eternity number eight we have six criminals number 20. We have TMNT Dimension X number one. We have TMNT Ongoing number 73 and Walking Dead number 170. What are we doing? Sex Criminals.
3: Probably Dimension X. The, the only problem with that is that, I mean, because it's such a small week, but um, Chris Johnson has uh, an issue. His issue is number three. Oh. And I want to review that one too. Okay. So I've, sex I've i Sex Criminals. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Johnny, I don't think we get enough. Maybe, maybe. Do we get enough to even do that one? I, seven to eternity. Probably. Probably.
3: <laughs> probably. And we haven't. And I haven't. I haven't We've come done back to three it in East of time, West. So. We've
2: two done seven two Seven to Eternity. Oh, you have. Because those are, oh, those man. are good. Ah, they're okay.
1: No, they're good. I, yeah, I,
2: we'll see.
5: Yeah, I probably
3: okay. I probably don't want to do two dimension X, so it, it probably won't be that one because I definitely want to do Chris's. I'm stoked for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see.
1: To be determined. Yep. It's probably uh, sex criminals. Graphic novels. God no. Uh, God Country trade paperback is finally out. Green Arrow trade paperback volume three. Emerald Outlaw, and that's a rebirth title. Harley's Little Black Book is getting a hardcover. Paper Girls trade paperback volume three is Yay. out. Uh, Post stories. And Poems, Graphic Novel, what is that? Like Edgar Allan Poe?
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was some Star Wars. Uh,
1: Reborn is getting a hardcover. <laughs> right. Sweet. And then Superman, Trade Paperback, Multiplicity, Rebirth. And that should be fun. Do we know what we're reviewing Graphic Novel-wise next week?
0: Yeah.
1: What? Something.
0: Uh, Larry Douglas, Midnighter, and
2: Apollo. Oh, sweet. Ooh. Uh, Alright. He's gonna he make us look like dummies him. when he like uh <laughs> you know, talks about stuff. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for
0: that's
1: it. That's everyone's job on this podcast. Right, Johnny. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh so Comic Con happened and there's a lot of news that came out of that so Just look hmm. it up yourself. There's no, yeah, you can pretty much just follow the con announcements uh, from the past week. A couple of big ones, uh, just the movie related. Wonder Woman 2 got a release date December 19th or December 13th, 2019 is going to be that. Um, And then in terms of comic news, there's a ton from DC that I could tell you guys, but we'd be here for a really long long time. There is some Marvel stuff. One of them being uh, Jason Aaron is finally ending his run on Star Wars, and Karen Gillan's taking over that run on Star Wars. The Perfect person to take so, over. So um, if anything, it'll get better. Yeah. I mean, and Jason Aaron's been doing a good job on it, yeah. but Karen Gillan, there's so, yeah, that man knows the Star Wars universe. Love. Um, and it's it's uh, LaRoka. Is it's the Darth Vader team Yeah. Darth, Darth Vader team the the, the, the first, first run series, yeah. yeah is taking over the main Star Wars series cool that's so, yeah that's yeah, good yeah that's pretty cool and it looks it looks like it's gonna be good uh, just to get you guys hyped Dark Matter that spawns out of uh, Dark Knight's Metal is gonna be super fun and that's all starting I believe in December sweet so um, after it's done
0: Metal's
1: done Metal's gonna run for six months dude oh it's not
0: five monthly. Like?
1: No, it's monthly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There's one one issue every month, and then there's like one a one-shot tie, in, uh, yeah, a one-shot one tie-in, and then a couple
1: of other tie-ins. But
0: September is a lot of the one-shots, though, right? For, all the, For the the Dark Knights. Yeah.
1: So, but Dark Matter is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I mean, it, it's it's just a bunch of bonkers, new, fun, kind of bringing back classic characters, creating new characters, all kinds of stuff. So. Right. Anyway, that's going to do it for all the news stuff because, like I said, if I decided to do all of the Comic Con news, we'd be here all night. Yeah, we need to get out of here. Um, so, questions,
3: Roger. Okay, uh, from Carlos. Uh, basically, this question's for you, Jonathan. Oh, no. It was. <laughs> um, who did you have the most fun meeting at Comic Con?
1: Oh, Carlos was paying attention to my Instagram feed. Um, most fun meeting? probably tom king because there's a video that we got tom king to do for blake who couldn't be there because blake loves tom king and that i can't play on this show because it's not kid oh, friendly um and it totally threw us off guard because we we just asked him like hey our friend couldn't be here could you say like sorry missed you and tom king just decided to take it another direction and it was hilarious yes um so that was a lot of fun meeting him. It's always fun seeing Greg Capullo. Um, I don't know. I had fun. I had fun meeting everybody at, that I met nice. at D.C. Like, I can't complain. Like, it was a fanboy's dream. Also, so. what is
3: your most prized pickup from the con?
1: Ooh. I got, well, oh God, because I got Snyder and Capullo to sign my absolute edition of Court of Owls. Um, but I also got Dan Jurgens to sign my Death and Return of Superman Omnibus. Oh, nice. And I got to – i have a funny story. I told Dan, I was like, dude, it's all your fault. Like, I was familiar with, like, Superman and from watching, like, the Black and White show with my parents and the Lois and Clark show in the 90s and all this stuff. And then I hear on the news that they're announcing, you know, they're going to do this big Death of Superman thing. And I thought my little 10-year-old brain couldn't handle it. And I was like, I got to read this. And I was like, it's all your fault. Like, I, I, that's what started it was the death of Superman. And so I was like, you know, so, you know, it's near and dear to my heart. Thank you, whatever. And Dan just smiled kind of subtly and was like, I'm just glad you don't want your money back, man. And and signed my, signed my omnibus for me. And, and, and and you also got a,
3: you also got a a signing and sketch from Tony Daniel.
1: Yes, that, that's another one. Uh, Tony, uh, without a wristband, without a wristband. Um, they 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 capped the line, and Tony felt bad for me and sketched Hooked in my up. book. Yep. So,
3: uh, last question from Carlos: uh, Were you guys able to attend any of the? Uh, I'll fill this one. Were you guys able to attend any of the cool after parties? I always hear about. I'm gonna go out on the limb and say no. I did get an invite to the uh, Skybound Happy Hour Party, uh, but it was only for one so
1: we did i will say this they had because i was on the hunt for jim lee as one always is at comic con they had off-site seven miles away uh a Wildstorm uh party signing thing so everybody that worked at Wildstorm did this party signing thing and so me and blaine were like we got to try we got to go because they handed out flyers after the wild storm signing to go to this thing it was from 7 30 to 9 wow and so we lifted all the way down to this this place that they they had it at and the line was retarded to get it like it was there's no way anybody like halfway through that line was getting in there by nine o'clock when the event yeah. was supposed to end so sadly we just got a different lift and went back to our room. Wow. <laughs> like it was oh man it was painful because you could walk by and you can see them all in there. Like it was the wild storm crew. And so if you're a 90's kid like that's just like Ugh! you know like when you see it. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, cool. But so yeah. It was sadness. Alright.
3: Yeah that's all I got for questions.
1: Uh, I got one from Blake. Well I got a couple from Blake. Um... What book series would you like to see get the comic treatment? Book series? Yeah, as in like a la Dark Tower getting turned into a comic. Harry Potter. Ugh. Leave me alone. Dude, you pissed and moaned about all our stuff, so I'm gonna piss and moan. <laughs> about <that. laughs> I like those books. I think no Gamans, uh, Norse gods is
4: like. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd like to see that.
1: I'm surprised they haven't, since yeah. they're already doing American uh, American gods. gods, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Norse yeah, Mythology. They
4: America. probably Norse Mythology.
1: Have they ever done, like, Lord of the Rings? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: They had they to
1: have done uh, Lord of the Rings. They're not going
4: to do Silmarillion. Or, uh, I would t- pay for Silmarillion, because <laughs> I'm a geek.
0: Um, book series, book series, book series. There's a book series that I read as a kid that would be cool, but I don't remember what it was called. Mm, that helps. <laughs> I'll get back to
1: you. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Kayla, you want to field something here? No, nah, she you're wants busy. To go home. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Blake. <laughs> anybody anybody that's listening to this, uh, reach out to me on social media and tell me what book series you guys would like to see turned into a comic series, because I'd actually be interested in getting a refresher on all the the massive amounts of book and or I should say novels that are out there that could actually be adapted. Yeah. yeah.
4: So. Um, uh, just about all of them. Because I mean, it's I late and know, we're not remembering. Harlan stuff. And Ellison. Any you of know, the Harlan Ellison stuff too. Yeah. There's a little bit of fringe, but.
1: Um, and then another one is. Fifty Shades of Grey. No, oh. Johnny. No. 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 How dare you? Okay. <laughs> I know you're a Green Jane and everything, but that's crossing the line. Yes. Um, what's I your just got my costume. Did you really? All know? right. What's, <laughs> your, what's your favorite Stephen King story?
4: The Mist. The Shining. Probably Shawshank. I love reading but I also love uh, the Green Mile. But, uh, but to me, Miles. the Green it's Mile
1: is Stephen King. Yeah. yeah, to me, he's written
4: a lot of good stuff it's, too. It's The Body, though. Stand by Me was <laughs> the movie that got me into movies, and uh, The Body was inspired. You know, was uh, Stand by Me was done from The Body. All the four novels, all four novellas in different seasons. Reggie Hayworth, The Shawshank, The and Apt Pupil. Another, You know, there's only one that hasn't been made, uh, Breathing Method, which is can totally, in my head, I could totally see it as a movie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
1: I, would, I really need to get on the Dark Tower thing and get through that. I need to read
0: those novels. I've tried a couple times.
2: I don't you know, think I've, I've ever read or seen anything from Stephen King. Hmm. Except for this thing.
0: The Gunslinger, the first half is
4: real slow. And then Wayslander, the, the, the
0: drawing of the three. I'm <laughs> yeah. oh, a big fan yeah. of his son.
2: Yeah. I know. Man, but the one know. that he did with
4: him, he did their new book coming out in September, right? The uh, he, he and his son wrote it together. Oh, uh, nice. It comes out in September. Sweet. About a future where, uh, I think, it, um, men are gone, or, or vice versa. I kind of remember why, I, the last why the Last Man type thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I can't, uh, I have it pre-ordered, but.
3: Well, I have to say, one of, my, one of my favorite books by Stephen King is The Stand, mm-hmm. but the I hated the way that ended. Yeah, It was such a big book. I mean, it was, you know, 1,200 mm-hmm. 1, pages, pages yeah. and it was awesome. And I remember, I, I mean, I, I probably read it when I was 12, mm-hmm. you know, couldn't put it down. But he, at, at the end of that story, it was like he was so tired of writing it, or the publisher was so on, on him,
5: mm-hmm. that
3: you know you have this Dave's ex Machina, you know, hand of God coming down, mm-hmm. and it, it ended within like half a page. And I'm like, what? Yeah, like the. trash so, But I love, love, love that. Did that, he also do Pet Cemetery? Yes, yes. that movie
1: was freaking creepy. Or uh, that, that book. Yeah, oh, I, so I saw that Gage. movie. Never mind. Yeah. Okay,
4: yeah. Yeah. I like that oh, movie. Little
1: boy with the. Anyway, was do we have another question nope that's it okay um blake i'm too tired to go to the, the next one because it's just a bunch yeah. of nonsense so
2: well i just we'll answer it later yeah i and just wanted to say uh this thursday is our one year anniversary that's right yes uh kayla got us
1: a nice card friday
2: oh friday my bad uh, no cake <laughs> uh and pies are better anyways. Okay. and i just yeah. wanted to say amen um, amen <laughs> I know we, uh, like, sometimes rag on each other, but I don't think there's any other group of people I'd rather do this with. It's, oh, like, Johnny. the highlight of my week sometimes, even though I'm... Just
1: to get good time. <laughs> well, I, I did bring him a Kitten Holy yeah. pin. Beware the Kitten Holy. And, anyway. And
2: a, he's, he's an official uh, dungeon master. You know, I, I just want to say I, I love you guys, and I can't wait for, you know, the many years to come.
1: Right on, dude. Thank you. We love you too. And I appreciate
2: being invited by Roger.
4: Oh, it was awesome. Dude, my pleasure. I, you know, I I love the fact that we get
3: to bring in guests every week, you know, uh, and have it back. It adds a lot of variety to the show, Mm -hmm. it builds a sense of community. I think it adds, you know, um, different voices so that it it doesn't get stale. Yeah. You know, Um, love you too, Johnny. (laughs) 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 All right, Roger. (laughs)
1: All right, guys. Uh, did we get any new reviews, Matt? Did you ever check? No. We didn't.
0: I checked the other day.
1: Okay. Um, if you guys want, if you guys like what you're hearing, rate, review, subscribe, like, and share with your friends and all that. Uh, if you want to go above and beyond, you can go to patreon.com/allstarcomicspodcast. slash And an
2: interview
1: soon. Oh, we are going to be putting up an interview to the Patreon f- subscribers first with John Boy, um, yeah. and then it'll go live with everybody else, so John Boy can promote it to his followers. Um, but. You get on as little as a dollar, $3 level, gets you some exclusive content. Um, and if you want to keep up with everything at the shop, Horizon Comics on Facebook, you can like it. Uh, at Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to stalk Johnny, you can
2: follow me everywhere at thejohnny2x4.
1: Patrick, anything?
4: No? Instagram, Simon Says, P-S-I-M-O-N-S-E-Z. Oh, like Simon.
1: Is that a DC reference? Because that's a character, Simon. Oh, really? No. Yeah. I, Sorry. Simon Dart. Yeah. Um, I am at St. Jonathan on Twitter and Instagram. And for all your audio and video game needs, you can follow the Hydra 5-5 on Twitter and Instagram. and Instagram. Hydra Gaming Podcast, he said. Episodes up. Episodes up. Guys, thank you for listening. Right. Have a great week.